What's up, all my Podbean fucking people, man? So good to hear or hear me back on the air myself. Uh, had a long hiatus, man. Been dealing with some technical difficulties and, uh, finally got all that out of the way. And, uh, above all, happy Friday the fucking 13th, man. Dude, and it's my birthday. So, shout out to everybody, man. Uh, definitely missed you. Definitely missed doing the podcast. Um, have definitely had a lot of, a lot of love, a lot of su- support, uh, emails and messages sent through, uh, actually sent through our new Facebook. And you can find us on Facebook now at facebook.com backslash the horror movie hood review. So go check us out. See what, see what's up there. Uh, we're gonna have like some cool giveaways. We're gonna have some trivia. Uh, also gotta have a new producer by the name of Chris. And he has really, really gone through loops, man, to help, help keep this show up and to get it going. So, uh, first of all, we're gonna start out, man. We, we're gonna do, we're gonna do some hard news. We're gonna give you guys some hard news, man. Cause, uh, uh, back in May, Trick or Treat Studios announced a new Captain Spaulding action figure. So, uh, during a special Comic Con, um, at home, of course, everybody was streaming, uh, the past, this past weekend, the company announced that Spaulding is only the first in a line of action figures based off Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. And coming next year, Captain Spaulding will be joined by the retro style action figures of other house, other, uh, house of thousand courses characters, uh, baby firefly, Otis Driftwood, Dr. Satan, and even the professor. So what's up with that, man? I am super, super hyped. Uh, you can actually pre-order it at, um, finger licking pistol whipping Captain Spaulding action figure. On Trick or Treat Studios, and uh, the web—I think it's on the website right now for 1995—and I believe the estimated ship date uh, to begin is November 22nd. So, uh, super psyched about that, man! Hope you guys are too. It's uh, if anybody's a House for Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects uh, fan or any Rob Zombie movie fan, the way I am, you're going to definitely be digging it. Uh, also. Uh, Universal Monster Classic Collection gets 4K Blu-ray release in time for Halloween. The collection will film, uh, it'll be Universal Studios, the, not the 19, uh, 1931 classic Dracula, uh, featuring, of course, the great Bela Lugosi, Frankenstein, featuring Boris Kar- Karloff in both films, and we'll, uh, it'll be released in time for the 90th anniversaries. Uh, other films will include the collection are The Invisible Man, starring uh, Claude Rains, and that's the 80th anniversary edition. Uh, 
or excuse me, and the 80th anniversary edition of The Wolfman, starring good old Lon Chaney, Lon Chaney Jr. And uh, a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of bonus features and stuff included in that collection. So um, the the name of them is going to be The Road to Dracula, uh, The Frankenstein Files, How Hollywood Made a Monster, Karloff, The Gentle Monster, Monster by Moonlight, The Wolfman from Ancient Curse of Modern to Modern Myth, and now you see him, The Invisible Man Revealed. So that's super, super, super cool. Um, also, today we've been telling everybody that we're going to be releasing the new T-Shot Track Bastard CD. That's the project I've been working on here that's been keeping a, a lot of my time um, since we've had te- technical difficulties with the show. But it was supposed to be uh, coming out today. I think it's a, de- a delay on the release for some artwork issues. But we're going to get that taken care of. And we're definitely going to get that music out to you. Uh, but, again, you guys can go check us out. Uh, look us up on YouTube for uh, T-Shine and Track Bastard. And check out the music for free. Uh, at least a few songs of what you're going to be getting. So, uh, now... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to get into uh, basically what what the horror movie hood review is about, man. And we are reviewing today of all days. You know I had to hit you with one of these. We are reviewing Jason X. And that's the 10th installment of the Friday the 13th series with old badass Jason going to space. Uh, it was... Uh, Done in 2001, brought back Kane Hodder, uh, which is uh, PBG. Welcome to the podcast, James C. Toon. I see you, man. Welcome, welcome. Uh, yeah, this movie has some good, great actors, man. Great, great actors. Um, definitely for the ones who follow the Friday the 13th series, you know, Kane Hodder coming out. I mean, my favorite is Brooker, but other than Brooker, it's Kane Hodder. You know, he's he's been doing it the longest, been doing it the best. Um, so basically, they ambush Jason. They, shoot, you know, shoot him up. They lock him up. They do him Hannibal Lecter style. They throw him up on these chains and basically are going to lock him up, going to keep him locked up forever. Maximum security. That's what they think they can do, which, you know, Jason, he doesn't he doesn't play that shit. So uh, actually pulls a, a good little, <laughs> little trick out of his ass and gets off them chains. Uh, definitely takes care of the guy who talks shit to him, calls him ugly, because we know Jason don't like, being talked about, you know, God don't like ugly and neither does Jason. So, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they're going to cryogenically freeze him. And in the process of the cryogenically freezing, somebody comes in and basically the, well, the the young girl who comes in, and that's actually played by Alexa Doig. Doig. I always get the names like 
crazy mixed up, but, <laughs> but, uh, she, she comes in, she's checking on basically to make sure everything is going to go all the way through with Jason and that he is going to be frozen and put the fuck away forever. And of course, you always have something, something to screw it up. She, she messes around. She ends up getting herself stabbed. And that breaches the cryogenically frozen tube, whatever he's in, or tomb, and she gets frozen. And so it comes back, it's like almost four, I think it's 400 years that they, they bring, they finally come back and there is a tactical uh, team that everything is in space and it's... Uh, it basically has a lot of, it has a, a Sergeant Brodsky and a, which a KM, which is the computer chick, also a Dallas and Sergeant Brodsky. Actually, he's been in, he's been in a ton of movies. His, uh, his name is Peter Mensa. And again, like I said, man, I got problems with the names, but he has been in, he's been in a ton of movies. And, uh, I think he was in 300, uh, Scorpion King, uh, Scorpion King Book of Souls, I believe is what it was. Uh, another Spartacus movie, of course, um, Tears of the Sun. He was in that, played, played an excellent part. And of course, Jason X. So, um, basically they, they bring him on board because basically he is an antique. Jason is an antique. So they bring him on board frozen in the ship and the girl, um, they bring her who got her ass cryogenically frozen and that is Janisa, but they bring them on board and basically, you know, trying to preserve them to take back and, He's, uh, basically getting, um, he, the, the man who's in charge of everything is basically trying to get the best price, uh, best price for Jason. Um, so they, they get him, you know, they get him on board and they don't realize that, uh, basically Jason, it's, it's hard to kill this dude, man. You know, it's, it's almost impossible. Uh, but it's, they, they try to do it and they take them off and basically exactly what they thought was going to happen or the girl thought was going to happen when she woke up. That was the first thing she asked about was, where is it? You know, where is Jay? You know, where's Jason at? You know, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, where's he at? And, you know, they tell her he's safe. And before they know it, man, this guy's come back to life. He, dumps the chick's face into uh I wanna I wanna say it's liquid helium, freezes her, fucks her up, uh breaks her f- whole damn face. Uh but yeah, just I mean and it was it was a it was a cool idea. I thought it was a cool idea. You know, the the bringing of the space, the cryogenically freezing, um you know, and, and basically letting him take 
onslaught, just slaughter, on an onslaught on of these 400-year-old, these, these guys from the, well, from the future from 400 years. And, uh, it's, I liked it. I dug the movie. I thought the, I thought the movie was good, man. Great acting. Uh, one of my favorite parts was when they basically start unfreezing Jason and he falls and he cuts that fucking dude's arm off. That, that, that I mean, made me cry. Made me cry, man. I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> but, uh, and I, I think it's, uh, Israel or, or I think that's what his name is. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's super cool. I like how they brought it back, you know, definitely like how, you know, they brought Jason back. Well, the machine, uh, the regenerating machine brought Jason back as a hundred times more badass than what he, than what he was. Uh, another one of my favorite scenes is where they put him in the simulation machine to take him back to Crystal Lake. And he just, he, he just, if you haven't seen the movie, I mean, I, it's a spoiler alert, but it's one of my favorites, man. He just, he, true Jason style beats the shit out of these two girls in a damn sleeping bag. And just, I mean, it's, it's, I, I thought it was hilarious. I did. I thought it was hilarious. And, uh, and also today too, um, big news for, us, the horror movie hood review. We, we also have an interview to play with, uh, play for you with a brand new author, AJ Spencer out of Louisville, Kentucky, man. He is, he's got, uh, actually a short story book on Amazon that you can go get now. You can go and, and get it now. They are, he's actually working on a full book novel. Uh, which we cannot wait until that comes out, man. That's going to be a, a very, very interesting story. He gave me a little small briefing, small dose of what's coming up. And I, I love the idea. I really do. So, uh, yeah, definitely much love, much love and a big, huge shout out to AJ Spencer. We're going to be playing that interview, uh, literally right, probably right after the smoke break. Um, or you know what? I might just go ahead and give it to you first. So that's my first part of the deal with Friday the 13th, Jason X. But right now I'm fixing to put on the AJ Spencer interview. And, uh, so guys, yeah, check it out, man. Check this guy out. Super cool cat. Uh, very creative. And again, out of Louisville, Kentucky, and I see big, I see huge things coming from this guy. So I'm going to go ahead and play the interview now, and uh, you guys check it out, man. What's up, everybody? It's your boy T-Son, man, with another horror movie hood review. But today, we are talking with the author, A.J. Spencer. What is up, A.J.? Uh, nothing much, man. Just in- enjoying another day. Good deal, good deal, man. Uh, right now, AJ has a book and, uh, it's short horror stories and it's called Haunted and Hungry. And you can find it on Amazon. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I will. 
And, uh, you know, AJ, give us a, give us a little rundown about it, man. What, you know, what, what is the book about? And give us a little breakdown. All right. So, uh, basically this is a collection of short stories. Uh, some of them are really early work that I did. Uh, I started out in these writing communities and, uh, my story started picking up a lot of attention in those, so I took a lot of them, I rewrote them, and uh, formatted them into a short story collection. Basically, after I did that, I noticed a lot of them had a theme of some kind of uh, paranormal entity, and uh, a lot of them also had to do with uh, food, so, you know, it's <laughs> uh, the haunted hungry title. So they all share kind of share a common theme. Uh, and a lot of them just have, like, a really absurdist humor undertone to it. So, uh, since they all shared those common traits, I thought they would all fit together in a collection. Well, that's cool, because I'm a fan of both of them. I love, I love horror and food. So. <laughs> exactly. I, I didn't think you could go wrong with uh, those two things. So, <laughs> Man, you, you really can't. You can't at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, I think, what, what? got you into writing how'd you get into writing uh basically like uh being a horror fan uh most like everybody else uh i started watching horror movies at a young age probably shouldn't have uh i stumbled across a vhs tape that had a nightmare on elm street on it when i was about i think it was five years old and oh definitely and uh at first, you know, of course, after that, I was scared to death for a little bit, just like everyone, I'm sure, seeing a movie like that at that age. And uh, there was also, I noticed a feeling of just like, you know, it was like after the movie's over, like every fear I had experienced during the movie had been released. So it's like, I was like, okay, this is like watching somebody have a horrific experience, but it also kind of like helps you deal with your own fears. Amen. And, uh, you know, soon after that, uh, I watched every horror movie I could get my hands on, as well as reading, you know, some of my earliest horror books I read were the EC Comics and uh, R.L. Stein and Christopher Pike. <laughs> like, he's a... He's a good way to cut your teeth into horror literature, you know? He's, uh, it's easy to read, it's fun, and, uh, that's where I found out that, you know, like, horror can be scary, but you can also put a lot of fun aspects in there, and really kind of make it, like, an amusement park ride, you know, where it's thrilling and fun at the same time. Right. And, uh, after that, I kind of ran with it, and then, uh, of course, after, uh, R.L. Stein, I got into Stephen King and uh, one of my favorites, Clive Barker. Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, Clive Barker, like his his prose and the way he writes scenes out, it's like, uh, the only way I can describe it is it's almost like you're reading a painting. Like, it's amazing. And uh, some of the imagery he introduced me to, that's what really got me hooked on horror literature. And I was like, man, you can really take something that's in your head and help people envision it the way you do with just words. That's, yeah, and that that really that helps a lot too because the books that I mean, I'm not a big reader, but like I said, the books I have read, uh, like Stephen King's It, like I'm scared to death of clowns. I don't. Uh, that's 
But yeah. I love the, the way the book just took me and brought me into the situation, made me almost a part of it. Yeah, it really did. Like, And that's one thing Stephen King is really good with is his characters are just so down to earth and they really draw you in. Like, you feel like you know this person every time you read one of his characters. Yeah. I mean, literally, you're like, uh, that's why I wanted to see the movies, the new movies, it so, like, so bad. And um, it was not disappointing. It was not disappointing at all. No, it, it really wasn't. It was it was worth the price of admission for sure. Yeah. And the popcorn and all that. Like it was a good movie to see in theaters. Yes, definitely. And I ended up buying them on, on DVD as well. Uh, and I also want to tell tell people, you know, uh, your stories were also printed in the British magazine Grimm. Yes. And, and uh, read on the podcast Get Scared, which I actually listened to. Oh, you did listen to some of those. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was, they're, they're amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying that uh, the lady that reads them, Kitsy Duncan, is amazing. And uh, she's also a paranormal investigator. So it's really fun seeing what she brings to that. Like, uh, she has also a podcast called Oddity Files. It's really good to listen to. Okay. So I hear that you are currently working on a, like, a, a, a full novel. Uh, a full book. Yes. Yes. Uh, and can you tell us what that's going to be about? Kind of, you know, take us through a little tour, a little preview of it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So uh, there is a cemetery here in Louisville, and it's adjacent to one of the biggest cemeteries, I think, in the country called Cave Hill Cemetery. Right. It's a little cemetery adjacent to it called Eastern Cemetery. What happened is uh, this cemetery just got completely neglected. And uh, it was also one of the sites of one of the first crematoriums in Kentucky. And when they went through and were looking at all the stuff they got left behind, they found records that showed that some of the graves were mass graves. And uh, you had graves that were like seven people deep and uh yeah when i heard about it i was like man like i really want to you know think about this and you know if anybody believes in ghosts this would definitely be a place where you would find them and i wanted to base the story off that you know without you know disrespect to the people who this happened to so long ago, but uh, the more I read into it, just the more interesting it got, and I was like, there's a story here, you know, like, I wanted to write something based off an experience of these teenagers that would kind of want to go off and investigate this place, and uh, in the story, I have it to where they go to the cemetery because it's one of the last places left of uh, the old part of town that they're used to, you know, where they grew up. And uh, one of the characters uh, decides to become the new caretaker of this place. So they go into the crematorium and end up getting trapped in there. And it becomes a survive the night kind of horror story. Okay. That's definitely a place I would not want to get trapped in, man. No. 
And, uh, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, it's like all, all the death that has passed through this place. And, you know, the spirits there are bound to be malevolent and just <laughs> not happy. Oh, yeah, that's, that's something. Yeah, I would definitely be interested in that because we, honestly, we, me and, uh, Chris, we, we were actually those kids. Like, we went to cemeteries and, uh, we would try to hunt for ghosts at a young age and, uh, it just, it, it, it engulfed us. We, we loved it, uh, but never really came upon something that spooked us, like, so bad that it imprinted on us. But it sounds like your book is giving you, or giving us a, a look at what that's like, of really being hit with the, the full effect of being stuck in a crematorium and the ghost and the hauntings hitting you. You know, I, again, I wouldn't want to be stuck there. So that's that's definitely, man, that's an awesome, awesome idea for for the book. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely hoping that people will like it. It's been a lot of fun to write, you know. Like, the research aspect of it has even been a lot of fun. I know uh, to some people that might sound like homework, but to me, I'm just like, I'm, you know, you get to look at all these documents and old photos, and it's just like, it's it's really neat, you know. <laughs> it doesn't feel like, uh, it's never felt boring at all, and it's never felt like work. Like it just feels like this is something I've always wanted to do, you know. Like, <laughs> well, that's that's definitely like once you get into that genre. I mean, it's it takes you because there is so much paranormal stuff all over the world. It's you know it's worldwide. I, I'm sure you you know of it. Uh, one one question. Uh, being an R.L. Stein fan of myself and you, what do you have you seen the new Fear Street? Oh yeah, definitely. I watched the three of them as it came out. Like, uh, I got, I had a lot of fun watching it. Like, there, there was just nostalgia everywhere, and uh, right. I, you know, I was, I dug the cinematography and the soundtrack, and just the way everything was handled was really neat. And it was a lot more dark than I thought it was going to be. Like, being wow. an R.L story like i didn't think it was really going to get that graphic but it did and i was taken aback by that like i enjoyed that <laughs> i did too that's that's what i uh me and my wife actually watched them and i've actually watched them probably four times and it literally it was not the goosebumps it was rl stein and a totally different totally different box you know, like, he opened it up. Definitely. And uh, the soundtrack really takes you back, too. Like, it was, you know, all those 90s songs I grew up with in the first part. It was it yes. was really <laughs> And, yeah, just, like, um, the characters and uh, everything were just relatable. Because, you know, I was, a lot of the kids are the awkward kids, the main characters. And I was like that in school. So I just related to it on that level. Right. The murderers, the the killers were oh my gosh! From the kid with the ball bat, the the guy with the axe, man, I just yeah, I, they, they really went all out on that. Uh, they did. They, they definitely showed out. Yeah, and uh, watching uh, slashers with a immortal spin put on it, like a supernatural spin, was really cool. Yeah, it goes back to the took us back to the Salem days, and, but uh. Yeah, now I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to your book. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get it. And again, 
for for my listeners, man, it, again, it's AJ Spencer. His book is available. It's Haunted and Hungry. It is available on Amazon. Uh, go get this book because from what I'm hearing, it is going to be one, definitely a reader. So uh, you might turn me into a reader on this one, AJ. <laughs> I hope so. That's my goal, man. Cool deal. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass it back to Chris, man. It was good talking to you. Uh, much love from Nashville. Much horror movie love. Keep on doing your thing. And, man, keep us updated on the novel coming out. Will do, man. And same to you. I really appreciate this, man. That's my pleasure, man. AJ, you have a great one, brother. Much horror movie love. And as I always say at the end of my interviews, man, Back at you, man. All right, brother. All right, man. That was the interview with the up and coming author, AJ Spencer. And again, guys, his book is of uh, short stories now, uh, Haunted and Hungry, and it is available on Amazon. So do your boy a favor, do AJ a favor and go get the book, man. Order it off- offline and hey, leave a comment or the next live. Let me know what you thought about the book. Because I, de- I would definitely love to know, man. I definitely, I'm, I'm not a big reader, but I think, as I said in the interview, I think AJ's going to turn me into a reader. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I dig what he is, uh, he's got put into, put together. So I'd love, I, I'd love to hear his work prior to this novel. Um, okay. So back, we're going back to Jason X is what we're reviewing today. Uh, we got about as far as where he slammed O'Gal's face into the liquid helium. And basically they are getting ready to figure out that Jason is alive. He is back and he is not bullshitting whatsoever. Um, again, it, it was... With it coming out, uh, being in space, you know, like I said, it's, it was original. So, you know, I dug that idea and they did it pretty good. Um, you know, you, yeah, you got some people that, you know, didn't like the, uh, the set that it was, you know, that it was filmed on or whatever, but, you know, altogether the story of the way, they bring Jason back and it's 400 years later. They're in space. Uh, they're basically locked on this ship. They can't go nowhere. Where are you going? Nowhere <laughs> at all. But, uh, but they have, you know, their own little tac- tactical team and they basically find out that Jason is back and he is killing the shit out of people. And they want to get a hold of him and fuck him up. So, but he does, he does his share of, of whacking and stacking himself as he goes through and he makes his way through, um, to get to, get to get through everybody. Literally. I mean, he's, that's, that's another thing I like it. You know, he's, it's not a, uh, basically, it's not a one person that he's going after. It's everybody. Everybody's got to go. 
everybody's got to go. True, true Jason style. Uh, welcome, S.I. Sib. Welcome to the, welcome to the podcast, man. Um, but yeah, and so they, they basically get together, man. They shoot him out of hell. Uh, but they don't realize when he falls back, <laughs> he, he falls on the regeneration machine. So to regenerate a limb, which when the guy got his arm cut off, again, thought that was funnier than fuck, man. I'm sorry. Get mad if you want. Hey, man, dude, dude had it coming. He was, he was, he was all broken up about losing this fucking arm. But, uh, so yeah, then he lands on, you know, he lands on this, the, the reanimating machine and dude, it brings back a Jason that Nobody wants in their fucking worst nightmare. Freddy didn't want it in the Freddy versus Jason because I don't think he could have handled it. But he, he's truly a badass. But I like I liked it. I like the way they done the mask. Um, I like the way you know his his body armor and stuff, man. And, and his his damn machete was just ridiculous. You know, it's something you see out of a damn amputee clinic. You know, it's just. It's, it's beyond badass. And so, yeah, he, he basically goes and starts, you know, basically they, they think they kill him and no, nah, it don't turn out like that. So they basically realize the guy has, you know, Jason is back. Everybody, you know, we have fucked up. It's time to go. Jason is back. So they, uh, basically boost up KM to be a, Robo bitch, and she's, you know, gonna take Jason on, which, again, you know, Jason fucks her up. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he's not playing. And it's almost impossible, you know, and that, that's another thing I like about it too. You know, they're trying to figure out how in the fuck do we kill this dude? How do we kill him? You know, his, his mask is like a titanium uh, that, you know, you cannot pin it. It's unpenetrable, uh, you know, cause they shoot him and shoot him and shoot him and try to do whatever. And he's not having this dude's punching through doors. He's acting a fool. Uh, but again, I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, I mean, uh, 100 yard alchemist. What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast talking about Jason X. Uh, but Again, you know, it just, they, they tried their damnedest to fuck this dude up. And Jason is not playing the shit in space. He was not playing it in fucking, you know, Camp Crystal Lake. He is not playing it in fucking space. And, uh, actually, I kind of dug the ending because, you know, like I said, if you hadn't seen it, you need to go see it, man. Go check it out. Uh, it's definitely way past due if you have not seen it. <laughs> but um I love the ending of it. You know, I love the uh, you know how there is a way to beat Jason, but then again, there's a spin, a good spin. And if you have if you have seen it, you already know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, watch it. You know, like I said, like I always say, man, rent it, watch it, borrow it, stream it. Buy it. Get this motherfucker, man. Watch this one. 
I liked it. Uh, like I said, I, I didn't love it. It's not my favorite out of the out of the Friday the Thirteenth sequel. You know, I'm a older school. Uh, you know, I me and my uh, watching them as they came stopped after about seven. I think that's what it was. And I mean, that was. It had Alice Cooper singing the soundtrack. I mean, fuck, everybody loves Alice fucking Cooper. You know, fuck that snake, of course. But, you know, everybody likes it. So the man behind the mask, that had me. You know, him coming, him him being res- resurrected with the metal rod and shit, you know. But, yeah, we'll do that on another uh, another podcast. But, again, it, it wasn't one of my favorites out of the, J- the Friday 13th series. But it was one that I liked. I, one I, I liked, I bought, and I, I kind of dig how they done it. So, uh, for everybody who's listening, again, if you haven't seen it, man, go get it, go watch it. You won't regret it. I mean, it's there's a few little goofy, corny parts, but there usually are. So. <laughs> But, uh, oh man, I am looking and it is 37 minutes into this interview and I have not taken my smoke break. Any of my listeners know I'm infamous about taking my, my good old smoke break and chilling and being, just being a part of horror movies. So, you know, guys, if, if anybody partakes, uh, join me. I'm going to take a little break, man. You guys take a little break yourself and enjoy some some good-ass bud. Uh, today, we are going to be smoking Alaskan Thunderfuck. Yes, I love the name of it. I love the name of it. It is awesome. I love the buzz. It's great. <laughs> and, we're, again, we're going we're, we're gonna to top it off with some good diamonds. And the diamonds are for, from some Blackberry Kush. Uh, taste good and get you a good buzz. So yeah, man, you guys sit back, give me a minute and, um, we'll be on this break. So catch you in a minute. This break is brought to you by some fire-ass weed. Get you in the boo boo. Woo! Get the sweats from that shit, man. Happy birthday to me. Ah, let me get my composure back together. Good grief. Uh. <coughs> All right, man. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> Glad everybody stayed on, man. Um, so we're going to go ahead and do the 
Next tradition, after the smoke break, we are going to rate this fucking movie. And for the acting, let's go ahead and jump into the acting. The, the acting wasn't bad. I thought it was uh, pretty pretty decent. You know, it was, uh, they had some some new actors. They had some older actors. Uh, everything. Uh, these the everybody acted like they have, they have actually been acting for a while. So <clears throat> on that, uh, I, I'm going to give that a ten. Now, you know, the acting was a was a ten. Even with the newer kids that it came along, they. They they put they put their foot in it, and in the South that means that they knew what the fuck they were doing. So, uh, but yeah, definitely you know I give that a ten. Uh, horror wise, uh, just scared. Uh, I think it was more suspenseful than scary. So. I'm gonna go down to about. I'm gonna give it about a about a seven, because again, the you know the I, I love if, if a horror if a horror movie is gonna be a horror movie, again, it's you're not gonna want to take your fucking trash out when you're done watching it. You're not gonna go go piss by yourself. You're not gonna fucking get. Get any, any goosebumps. Uh, shout out to R.L. Stein, Fear Street. Um, and, and anybody, if you have not watched that, it is on Netflix right now. Guys, go check that motherfucker out. There's three episodes of it. Uh, 94, 76, and 1666. But definitely worth the watch. You definitely won't regret that motherfucker. And I will be reviewing those. So, uh, so yeah, back, you know, like if I think if it's a horror movie, give me those kind of scares. But for this one, it just, it wasn't that horror. It was more suspenseful. Like, oh fuck, where are you? What the fuck is Jason going to do next? Where is he at? You know, what are we going to do to get away from him? Nothing. Cause you fucking can't. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm going to give it, I got to go with about a seven seven um for just being creative uh and, and originality uh you know being original with that idea uh, the only thing that really took me in space was alien and aliens so and space balls <laughs> but them putting jason in space it you know it was an it was original you know, kind of a little, a little corny, a little bit, but it was, it was still original. It was the first one horror movie wise, really to do that. And besides Alien, you know, that's like I said, that's, that's the original, that's Godfather. But, uh, since then, Jason X. So, uh, for the, for the originality and the idea of that, man, I, I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, you know, it was, it was there. It wasn't the first, but it definitely, I, I think it, let's say, uh, cut its own niche for the space and horror <laughs> genre. So, uh, yeah, but I, I still, you know, I, I, you know, I give it, I give it about, you know, about a, uh, gore. 
there really wasn't a lot of gore in it. Uh, the beginning where he, uh, again, if you haven't seen it, this ain't going to spoil it for you because it's in the fucking beginning. Uh, he basically goes Hannibal Lecter on these motherfuckers and puts in work. But the, again, there's not a lot of, of, of splashy bloodshed. And, Yeah, it was kind of, it was, I mean, it wasn't like every other Jason, uh, my man, a uh, hundred yard, uh, he said, I disagree, my man, this movie was just, just Jason, like every other Jason, I disagree, man, you know, this guy was a, uh, a super Jason, you know, you couldn't chop him in the fucking head with an axe. You couldn't smack, you know, smash him through his fucking collarbone with a machete. You know, it's just, so it wasn't the same Jason. So I have to disagree with you on that. But, hey, it's, that's what it is, man. It's a, you know, we'll agree to disagree. It was, you know, again, but like I said, it's, uh, when it comes to, uh, giving you what you really want in a horror movie. Um, I, I mean, it kind of it kind of hit all spots. You know, you had the you know the fucking and the <laughs> the cutting and the chopping, the you know basically everything. Uh, you know, it, it gave you what you wanted for a. A, a a very a thriller type of horror movie. Yeah, I agree. You know, they yeah they did throw they threw in some special features, but I guess it was for the time too. It you know at least, but yeah, you know he definitely he definitely showed his his true Jason when they took him in the. Uh, little gaming system thing and he, he started acting a fool with them girls, man, in the sleeping bags, that shit. That at it's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. So um but yeah, I uh, I overall I give I'll I'll give Jason X I'm not gonna give it a ten. Uh but like I said, the the suspense, the originality the acting, um, the, even the characters in the movie, you know, they did their they did their thing. I even kind of liked the corny uh, way they made you know made up the girl to be Robo Bitch. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna give the whole movie I'm gonna give it an eight, man. You know, I mean it's not a ten, but give it about eight. It's uh. But, you know, I bought it, and I don't regret it. You know what I'm saying? I watched it a few times. I still dig it. But, again, if you, anybody who hasn't watched it, take the time, go watch it. You know, rent it, buy it, borrow it, stream it, watch it. You you won't regret the time. You know, it's not going to be like Jason in Manhattan or Jason Goes to Hell, like this big wild mystery <laughs> or uh Jason just going buck fifty and 
in New York. You know, it's definitely it's different. So, you know, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend to watch it. You know, everybody, everybody, go check it out. And uh, also, if I mean, if uh, so, I was reading something about that <clears throat> about the movie. Um, but yeah, man, it, right now, if you guys. We're at 48 minutes, man. If you guys want to call in, uh, we could take about 10 minutes if anybody wants to call in and kind of chat that out. If not, then uh, comment. Leave a comment. Send me a message. Uh, like I said, you can visit our Facebook page. It's Facebook uh, backslash Horror Movie Hood Review. And coming up soon, we will have a YouTube. But, uh, so yeah, send us a message. Let us know. Also, let us know what you think about the podcast. You know, is there anything that we can change? Anything we can add to it? Um, again, you know, if for 10 yard, we entered, we've done an interview with, um, AJ Spencer and he is a new author that's coming out with some short, actually already has a book out on Amazon and, it's uh it's basically short stories, horror stories. And but yeah, you know, go 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 check it out. It's definitely from what I get from it, it's definitely a good gonna be a good read. And he's got a novel coming out as well. But um so hang on any calls. Plus, I mean, hey, I hope everybody's been doing is is staying healthy, man, and uh, staying safe. You know, the the whole the, the pandemic is back, <clears throat> uh, but for you know, yeah, everybody, man, you take care of yourself. You know, good health. You know, you gotta smoke smoke some fucking weed. Um, it's my birthday today, Friday the thirteenth. Uh, I'm digging that shit. So. Um, I guess I'm gonna, I'm not getting any calls. So, um, as always, man, everybody take care of yourself, man. Stay safe, stay healthy. And this weekend, watch Friday the 13th marathon, the whole fucking thing. Hopefully you'll get to Jason X. Tell me what you think. Catch me on the next podcast or you can go to our, our uh, Facebook page and as always, much, much horror movie love, man. Uh, without you guys, I wouldn't have one. I'd just be a ranting fucking high dude that <laughs> fucking talks about horror movies. And that's, I guess that's what I am. But, uh, thank you for liking it. Uh, thank you for, uh, my fans that send me the letters and gifts. Like you guys, I appreciate that. More than breathing. You, you, you have no idea. Means the world to me, man. And thank you, thank you guys so fucking much. You guys are the fucking shit in my toilet, man. I, I will not flush it. <laughs> That's fucking it. I, I love it. Love you guys, man. Uh, everybody have a good fucking weekend. Stay, stay, stay safe. Stay healthy. Watch some horror movies. Smoke some fucking weed. And as always, Hey.